the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Courageous Christianity, a public nonprofit ministry equipping Christian warriors for the spiritual battlefield. The intersection of our faith and the world is a battlefield strewn with debris of a fallen world that challenges even the hardiest souls. And yet, this intersection is the context of our faith. As courageous Christian warriors, we must navigate this difficult terrain in our personal walk and as we seek to bring Christ to those who are lost and struggling. As a colonel in the Marine Corps Reserves with numerous combat deployments, Richard Mentolo has walked dangerous ground in peacetime and in war. Join us as he and his guests shed light on this critical intersection on spiritual combat and on the rules of engagement for courageous Christianity. And here's your host, Richard Mendelo. Friends, welcome and thank you for joining us on Courageous Christianity. Today, Christy and I are going to introduce the upcoming series, which is going to replay shows from 2021 as we look back on Courageous Christianity over the last year. And our hope with the series is for all of us to better understand how our loving relationship with God sets the foundation for everything, our sense of peace, our sense of purpose, our relationships with others, and our perception of the good that we can do. And I've heard that people are really only going to remember one thing from a talk or a show. And so if you take one thing away from this series, I pray it is that our relationship with God is the context of everything, and it puts everything in its proper context. So let me say that again, because I think it's a really big deal. Our relationship with God is the context of everything, and it puts everything in its proper context. So that may sound huge. It might sound like a huge promise, but we serve a huge God. So today, Christy and I have chosen these shows, which are going to air over the next six weeks, to carefully explore that context and the amazing richness of a faithful relationship with our loving Creator These shows will also help us to better understand why such a treasured relationship can, in fact, be difficult to find and hold on to. And I hope you'll enjoy this series. I hope it will help you to uh, find your way closer to God and to walk a more courageous walk in this difficult world. As always, I'm joined by and so grateful for my tremendous wingman, Christy Mendelow. Hello. Hey, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you doing? Great, thank you. (laughs) And before we begin, I must remind you that as a colonel still serving in the Marine Corps Reserves, I have to preface my comments by saying that these are my personal views, 
and they do not necessarily represent the Department of Defense or the Department of the Navy. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, what do we need that you do not provide, first as spiritual beings, then as beings living in the flesh in this difficult world? You have walked this earth in the flesh, and so you know, you understand our struggles, and we know that you are a faithful, unchanging, and good God. And so we ask that you speak into us today to help us to better understand how our heart's response to your relentless love will set us free. It will empower us, Lord. It will guide us. And it will fulfill us. And so, Father, we ask that you draw us close to you. Help us to make sense of this place. Help us to do good, though we may struggle. And may all we do be glorifying unto you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, friends, let me ask you a couple questions. They're not judgmental. I just wonder if you ever feel out of place. Do you ever feel that things on this earth seem pointless? Though you may have a relationship with God, do doubts about life creep into your thinking? Do you ever feel that your life lacks a context which gives it meaning? If you do, I completely understand. I was recently thinking about our time on earth because as an airline pilot, I stare out the window a lot. I sit there and I look out the window and I have this God's eye view of the world and it causes you to think these very lofty thoughts. And I was thinking about the struggles and the pain uh, and the fleeting happiness of this earth. And I was thinking about the word context. And so I landed and I looked it up and it says this. Context is the circumstances that form the setting for an event, statement, or idea and in terms of which it can be fully understood and assessed. So imagine without context, there's an incomplete setting, and things can't be fully understood. Here's my point. God is the context for our life. Life without God makes no sense. It lacks context. Without context, it can't be fully understood. And this is why the world suffers so. Context begins with our relationship with God, looking at the world through heavenly eyes. Only with God can the circumstances of our lives be fully understood and assessed. And this isn't a one-time thing. You don't suddenly have this and then you're, you're in <laughs> like Flynn, as we like to say. This is a work. It's a daily work. And so the context is that we're spiritual beings living in a temporary home, and what we do here is a choice. Also true is that the context of that choice is spiritual warfare. Those are the circumstances. Our, our heavenly lives don't go unopposed. I said recently in a uh, talk that we are a contested domain. God wants us to change the world, and the world wants to change us. So I'm sure you'll agree, it's hard, but it also has meaning. And so in the last series of shows, we said that Christianity is a process of change and that by our faith, God changes us, and then we can change the world around us. And we said that for this process to work, we must focus on doing the next right thing as explained by Jesus, trusting the process 
and leaving the outcomes to God. That's the context. So, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, and the new is here. In Christ, new means different. And we know that different can be hard. So that's the context of our time on earth. We shouldn't expect it to be easy. Scripture tells us we're going to struggle. We, in fact, find it hard. And then sometimes if we're not thinking about this stuff, we're shocked. We're upset. We feel a little bit at a loss. So I think what's important to think about is that God's values are not the values of this world. And the more aligned we are with God's values, the more we'll struggle in this world. Very true. Fair? Fair. Okay. So, over the next six weeks, we're going to air shows from 2021, which look at these issues. And uh, I actually spent a lot of time over the last couple of days uh, looking through these shows and listening to these shows. And I'm quite excited about this uh, series. I am too. I think it's a nice recap. And I think as we were talking about it and planning for it, I brought up the idea that um, I think you say this often. If you spend too much time in the rearview mirror, you're going to crash, right? Right. But sometimes it's important to take a look back. And and I often say this, take two steps back to take giant leaps forward. And, you know, it's radio. It's You hear it. You're moving on. You're in a vehicle, right? But it's also a podcast. Right. And, and so you can you, you hear it in a fluid situation. Maybe you don't catch everything. Uh, you can go back and listen to it and spend a little time, maybe even study the show. And so it could bring up just like right. I mean, that's what we're called to do is to read the word. And when we read the word, the word is a is a living word and it changes. It breathes. It it speaks to us in different times. So, hey, I invite all the listeners to go back with us. And listen to these shows and, and hear, hear what they're saying to you now. Yeah, that's a brilliant point, how things evolve. Right. And uh, you maybe you're going through something in your life, so one particular thing resonates with you. And then you hear that same thing months later, and you're in a different place in life. And so you hear different things. Uh, what I would say is I was really, uh, I guess the word is, to be quite honest, proud of these shows. Yeah, uh, I thought they were real, and I thought uh, heartfelt. And well, provide... our guests were yeah, amazing. They, br- they bring so much to the table. Absolutely. And so there's a real opportunity here to go back, and we've chosen them so carefully uh, to to try and help us all um, because we all do struggle. Uh, I was just on a radio show. Uh, with David Savage, uh, yep. s- the struggles of the uh, the inner man, and um, then a couple weeks ago, I spoke at uh, the Light uh, Community Fellowship to the men's group, and we just all struggle, and we've got to be in it together. And what makes that struggle meaningful and easier is the common rule book, yeah, and the common orientation and a common perspective which says, uh, I love God, I love his word, I'm redeemed by Jesus, I'm not here to judge, it's not easy, it's spiritual warfare, I'm going to have to strive every day uh, to pursue good things and to flee from bad things, 
And then I've got to bring that to bear on the world around me. So the first work is in you. Um, when, when we get real and when we are not filled with recrimination, but with the desire to fulfill the opportunity that we have, does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. And, it, and it's, you talk about the desire to fulfill the opportunity. Well, that's going to require us changing. That's going to require us looking in the mirror and saying, okay, uh, something's got to change here. I don't like the fruits that are bear- that are bearing out right now. So what's got to change? It's got to start with me. Yeah, a heart's tearful repentance. One of the first words of Jesus's ministry, as you've heard me say many times, is that uh, repent for the kingdom of heaven comes near. And so we really have to be honest. We got to stand in the glare of the truth. We got to make friends with our past. Like Christy said, the rearview mirror is tiny compared to the windshield because we're just supposed to glance into it uh, once in a while to inform our journey. And so as we look back and we say, boy, I did this or I was this uh, and Jesus found me here. And as I look back uh, in this rearview mirror, I see all the work he did to bring me to this place. And now I'm staring out the windshield to to just go uh, where he wants me to go on this amazing journey with all this amazing opportunity that I have. And that's and, the best path. <laughs> and that's, uh, it, it really is when we give ourselves to him. So we are going to be looking at that over the next six weeks, hopefully in a very meaningful way. And we're going to be talking about that in the upcoming segment of the show. Please stay with us as we dig into our upcoming series. Hello, everyone. This is Christy Mendelow. As you may know, I'm host Richard Mendelow's wingman. You might wonder what a wingman is. Here on Courageous Christianity, it means I'm here to support the host of this show and our efforts to accomplish our mission. That mission is to equip Christian warriors for the spiritual battlefield, and we need your help to do that. Your tax-deductible support is what keeps us on the air and sustains our ongoing efforts. Courageous Christianity is a public, nonprofit ministry. If you'd like to support our mission and this ministry, you can do so by texting any amount to 281-800-4940. That's 281-800-4940. And for a donation of $25 or more, we will send you a signed copy of Richard's book, Right Makes Might, 40 Days to Courageous Christianity. You will absolutely love this devotional, and it will help you to be more equipped in your walk as a courageous Christian. If texting isn't a fit, you can also donate by going to CourageousChristianity.today. So text to donate to 281-800-4940 or go to CourageousChristianity.today. Friends, thank you. We are so very grateful for your listenership and for your support. I counted the streetlights as we headed up to the chapel to pay our last respects. Friends, welcome back. You're listening to Courageous Christianity. And Christy and I are talking about the upcoming six weeks where we're going to look at shows from 2021, hopefully in a way that really establishes the context of all that we do. And in the first part, I said, if you hear one thing from this series... I pray it's that our relationship with God is the context of everything and it puts everything in context. So as many of us struggle in lots of different ways, myself included, the context is I'm loved by God, I am restored by Jesus, I have an opportunity. 
and the people around me are struggling, and they need my very best. And so we're going to look at some of these shows from 2021 that really helped us to understand. Um, The first two shows in this series go all the way back to the beginning of last year, where we talked about God's values. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And that way is paved by God's values, when we pursue his values, not our values. So if you look at the world and you say uh, the world's values are money and status and power and uh, looks, fleeting uh, looks, fashion, and all this very Mm -hmm. temporary transient stuff, and if I pursue that, that will lead me down a certain path. Right. And God's values are love, forgiveness, mercy, humility, obedience. Patience. And if I pursue, sorry? Patience. Patience. Yeah. Um, sorry, what'd you say? <laughs> Patience. Hurry it up now. <laughs> right. And if we uh, pursue those values, that will take us down a completely different path. And so in uh, those first two shows, We're going to talk first with Christy in her uh, coaching um, expertise about what are values and how do they work. And then uh, Pastor Jeff Neal comes on in part two of that, where we actually look at God's values. And then we know if we just commit ourselves to those on a daily basis, knowing that the world's going to try and pull us off track, but we commit ourselves to those, it will lead us down the right path. And I think a big question I often ask audiences when I'm speaking to them and myself when I learned about it, but this was the aha moment. I, if, if I don't know my values, whose values am I living by? And so then that kind of opens your eyes and it's like, wait a second, when I begin to look at that. What, what I've learned over the course of many, many years, a lot of people don't know their values and they, in fact, don't have them written down. And when you spend time and you understand, one, first, ask yourself, what are my values? And then and and then moving into what are God's values and are they aligned? And ooh, you can see a big gap. Yeah, it was totally informative to me when Christy first uh, talked me through that and explained how it all worked. And I realized that values are these sometimes hidden, sometimes unspoken drivers of our behaviors and our perspective. Um, I wouldn't say that the glasses that we wear, but I think it's even more deep than that. that, uh, I'll give you an example. Um, For me, uh, I learned through working with Christy that fairness is one of my top three values. Uh, Justice is another. Uh, Honesty is another. And so I didn't realize how much those things drove my behavior and my perception of other people's behavior. So sometimes I would get really upset about something and I would just feel like I'm a bad person because I'm getting really upset about this and I shouldn't get upset. And then through working with Christy about values, I realized, well, that person was just dishonest. Uh, That company said that they were going to do this and then they didn't do it. And that's why it upset me, not because I'm being unreasonable in this situation, but because it uh, trampled all over one of my top values. I was hoping you'd say that word, the trampled, because that's really, if you picture it, it's like somebody is like standing up and down on that value and you don't really understand it. It's, you know, some people might kind of liken it to a trigger, but what we don't understand is, is buried deep 
in in us from when we were born and and young and these things became a part of us and so one of the things that we can ask ourselves is when this whatever value honesty justice fairness is so-called trampled on uh we we know it's really a value then that and we can see why we kind of splinter at that point but otherwise we might be like why am i just so upset right and and so but when we begin to see it when that is violated in some sense then we understand more that it's not because of the person or the world or anything wrong with you there's a deep-seated value that has been built in you all your years that has just been trampled on and you react this way okay so not all of those values are good. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> we are spiritual beings living in the world, so it would be very easy for us to have adopted some worldly values. For very instance, easy. an unhealthy attachment to money. Yeah. So I spent two decades trying to make ends meet and pay the bills uh, as the airlines went through all kinds of setbacks and stuff like that. So I have to be honest about the fact that the pursuit of money may have taken a disproportionately large role in my life. And then that has become a value. But truth be told, when I read the Bible and when I look in the mirror at night, I say, well, do I really care about wealth and status and a new car and stuff? And then I have to say no. So how did I come to that value? Well, I came to it honestly because I'm living here in the world, but I no longer want it to be a driver. And so I have to be honest about that. Um, For some, it's about looks, uh, appearance. And uh, maybe we grew up in a home where we feel like we're more loved when we looked pretty. And then we have to divorce ourselves from that value and the power that it has over us and the power that it has to compel our behavior. And we read Scripture. And as we read Scripture and we talk about how uh, God says, don't put your stock in things that rust or can be eaten by moths, I now have to be honest about the fact that, okay, this little attachment that I have to making money and stuff is not heavenly. It's not one of God's values. You cannot serve two masters. I need to uh, sort of divorce myself from that. Yeah. Otherwise, you've got all of these influences in your life that are leading you down the wrong path. Right. And uh, so you can't not think about something, but you can focus on something else. So Christy and I were having an interesting conversation this morning about attachment and detachment. And so uh, I was getting annoyed with people driving on the freeway, uh, being very aggressive and inconsiderate and stuff like that. And uh, it was upsetting me. And uh, the conversation that we had was, you can't not be attached to that, but what you can do is attach yourself to God and thoughts of being the man that he wants you to be and being understanding and patient, and you don't fit in, you drive your speed, and you try to help people. And so it's not that I want to be less attached to the world. That's not going to be what compels me on this planet. What's going to compel me on this planet is I want to be more attached to God, and what God says is valuable, and what God says is right. And I think there's a massive difference because the second part lets us be intentional. Well, it's proactive, and you gave me a little exercise last year, and I think it might be great for the listeners, uh, obviously listen to the show, but you gave me a little exercise is write down all the characteristics, values, or what have you of Jesus, and then write down yours, the things you think good and bad, 
and and then look at that and I mentioned the gap earlier where's the gap what what do you need to close what do you need to work on and and so there were some that I can uh, think of I think steadfastness I don't know was one of the characteristics and of and Jesus of Jesus yeah and so not necessarily a value but you could do the same exercise with values write down what God's values are on the right hand side of a page on the left hand like where you're at and what's misfiring right well, uh, Isaiah tells us that he was not an attractive man, for example. Uh, he was a man of uh, no apparent uh, outward value to the world. Right. And he was our Lord and Savior. Yeah. And so why do we have this unnatural attachment to looks and fashion? And I once had this argument with somebody they said, well, they do the opposite of what everyone else is doing. And I said to them, well, then everyone else is still controlling your behavior. Right. Whether you do what everyone else is doing or you do the opposite of everyone else's, of what everyone else is doing, they're still in command. Yeah. So I want to give command to Jesus. I want to wake up in the morning and orient myself to him and his values. And then I want to pursue that throughout the day with intention, with attachment, focusing on that so that I'm not led astray. And then I end up living this life I don't want to live. Uh, holding dear all these things that aren't dear. And so we're going to have that very interesting discussion in the first two shows that we air of the series. And then we're going to air a show that uh, played on July 4th. Uh, And that was, our guest was Tom Kilgannon of the Freedom Alliance. And in that show, we talk about our choice, how all of these things are a choice And that was part of our Friends with the World, Enemies of God series, which comes from James chapter 4, verse 4. And it talks about the amazing opportunity that we have to choose Christ and the abundant freedom that's in that. And uh, talking about that abundant freedom, I was just this morning saying, you know, we can either be in chains on earth, serving the values of the world that we may or may not even care about, or we can make choices uh, to pursue Jesus as he is the way, the truth, well, you know, and the I, life. You know I love talking about choices because a lot of people think that they don't have a choice, but in fact you do and you have many choices. It's just a matter of taking action on them and that'll bring you power and freedom, just like Tom said. Yeah, uh, we don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear that our behavior is a choice because then... And we, we have to make a choice. We got to make a choice. <laughs> okay, so uh, with choosing freedom came after that. And then uh, we have a fantastic show. Uh, Again, it was just Christy and I. And uh, we talk about uh, that show, and it aired in October, and it was the end of our Courageous Christian show where we looked at how people are living their lives by choice according to the values of Jesus. And then we had a fantastic show with Pastor Steve, and then, of course, the finale with Christy again. Uh, Stay with us. We're going to come back and talk a little more about this series when we come back. They fought for our freedom and made sacrifices most of us can't imagine. And now our veterans need our help. Hi, friends. I'm Christy Mendelow, Richard's wingman here on Courageous Christianity. You've possibly heard us talking about Freedom Alliance on the show. It's an organization near and dear to our hearts. 
Freedom Alliance is healing the wounds of war, including the devastating emotional injuries that cause veterans to reject God's love. Freedom Alliance is saving lives and military marriages. They rehabilitate wounded heroes, donate customized wheelchairs to amputees, and provide college scholarships to the sons and daughters of military heroes. I hope you'll join us in supporting our combat veterans by donating to Freedom Alliance today. I urge you to visit freedomalliance.org to learn more about their mission. We at Courageous Christianity know the team at Freedom Alliance, and we've seen them do the Lord's work. They are committed to helping ordinary Americans who've done extraordinary things. Please go to freedomalliance.org to make a contribution that will change a hero's life. Friends, since we launched this show, Christy Mendelow has been my wingman on Courageous Christianity. To our message of Courageous Faith, she adds her invaluable perspective as a transformational coach. She is the walking embodiment of courage and compassion, and she brings this to bear on those going through divorce in her own show, The Divorce Coaching Hour, which airs Saturdays from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 KKHT, The Word. For those who are struggling in their marriages, she brings hope with guests who speak to the myriad counseling options available. For those who are going through divorce, she offers invaluable technical assistance. And for those who are coming out of divorce, she delivers a unique perspective on the opportunity for growth and change. If you are, or a friend or family member is, struggling in a marriage, contemplating or going through divorce, you need a wingman. You'll want to tune in each Saturday to hear from Christy and her guests. One thing is for sure, as I have learned over all the shows on Courageous Christianity and personally, you can count on Christy for truth, for a faith-based perspective, for compassion, and for insightful guidance. Tune in each Saturday. She'll be there for you as well. Don't miss the Divorce Coaching Hour every Saturday at 1 p.m. on 100.7 FM, KKHT, The Word. Friends, welcome back. You're listening to Courageous Christianity. And Christy and I are talking about the upcoming series that we're going to do, which looks back at some of our shows from 2021. And we're hoping this will inform 2022. There you go. Uh, At the break, (laughs) I actually did something I never thought I would do. I quoted Dirty Dancing, a line from Dirty Dancing, (laughs) talking about how uh, I said, nobody puts baby in a corner. (laughs) What's going on over there? I don't know. I wish I'd never said that. (laughs) A colonel in the Marines should not uh, quote lines from Dirty Dancing. It's funny. You have great quotes. I love Okay. Thank you so much. Uh, Christy <laughs> always finds a positive way to look at things. And that is a great introduction because we're talking about the sh- shows that we're going to air. So we're going to talk about God's values and uh, how values actually work. Uh, and that's going to be two parts. And then we're going to talk with, uh, we're going to play a show which aired from July 4th. And that was with Tom Kilgannon from the Freedom Alliance. And we were talking about the freedom we have to choose. And a lot of people don't want choice. Uh, Because there's responsibility in choice, Mm -hmm. and you're accountable to choice. And so I see a lot of books in the bookstore which look at all the problems, and that seems to be what's selling. But to me, that's admiring the problems, as opposed to us saying, well, we're Christians, we're spiritual warriors, we're not supposed to admire problems, we're supposed to uh, chart a course which helps people to come out of the darkness and to change because God changes us through Jesus and then he expects us to change the world. So ours is a very, uh, uh, it's it's an amazing faith. We're like the special operations branch of religion. Or or, uh, mathematicians, I wrote down an equation again. 
Oh, dear. <laughs> I always draw little diagrams. Maybe it's not an equation. E equals MC squared? It's getting there. Uh, so I wrote down values because we were talking about values and then choice. And what people don't realize is there's such power in that choice, that power in Christ. And through that, we find freedom. And, you know, test me on this. <laughs> it's just so amazing. Can't find it anywhere else. And that freedom is to change. Christianity is yeah. about change. And that uh, brings us to uh, the fourth show in the series. We're going to talk to Christy in her professional capacity as a transformational coach, and she will talk about navigating change, because change is hard. Well, I work with people going through divorce. That's a big change. Yeah, change is hard, and there's a lot of responsibility associated with it, and sometimes it's easy to do the same thing we've always done, even though there might be pain involved in that. And yet there's not enough pain to make us want to change. And so uh, God's values show us the direction in which we should want to change. Right. Uh, the show with Tom Kogannon talks about the freedom of choice that we have, which was bought at such a cost in this nation. Yes. And then Christy's going to talk to us about making choices that align the lives we're living with the values that we have intentionally focused our eyes on. So yep. we're not just absently doing what the world says is important. We're doing what God says is important. Right. And uh, that's pretty exciting. I, I think it's very exciting. You know, a lot of people in January step into resolutions. And uh, it's great if you're trying to change. But those can happen any time of the year. The, you don't have to wait until January. But the other thing is oftentimes we don't change until something really bad happens. And so we're kind of forced into that direction. And so what I would just empower everyone or encourage rather everyone to do is uh, I, I keep going back to this. I can't not go back to it, but the fruits of the spirit, you know, looking at what your life is producing. And if it, if you're not producing, if your life is not producing what you thought you wanted in your life, then it's time to take a step back and look at what we're talking about in these shows and, and step into in, in Christ's power, uh, in his safety, in his love, in his forgiveness. Truth in his in truth. Tr most of all that truth, right? The truth of his that, values, make that change. It's the safest place you could be. And you know, I don't want anybody to get the impression that, uh, all is perfect here. And for us, it's some easy road. It is a daily struggle for all of us to be the people that we are supposed to be. And the verse of the day from the YouVersion Bible app, which I love said, you men of God flee from all of this. So it didn't say walk away nicely or walk, stroll away. It said flee. So each of us on a daily basis has to orient ourselves to God's values and make a choice to pursue them, and then actually take steps to pursue them. And to remind you, the entire context of the conversation we're having is context. Right. How if you look at heaven from uh, through the eyes of the earth, then you're going to have all these religious uh, beliefs and all these fleeting notions. What we want to do as spiritual beings who are living temporarily on earth is we want to look at the earth through the lens of heaven through the eyes of Jesus. And that's how we will decide what's important. And that's how we will decide the true context for our lives. And then we'll set our sights on that and we'll pursue that one day at a time, even in struggle against the enemy's desires to have us just be little uh, inmates in the asylum, uh, denizens of the zoo, 
Oh as, my. It were. <laughs> as it were, as it were, as it were. Well, I got an example. I, I, you know, God calls us, our body is to be a temple and to be pure. One of the, one of the descriptions, characteristics of Jesus. And, uh, I knew I wasn't eating, you know, perfectly clean. And so I embarked on, uh, a, a food. It's called a food elimination diet at the beginning of this year. And it hasn't been easy. It's been a bit of a struggle. I've been in a bad mood every once in a while, <laughs> But now, you know, almost 30 days into it, I'm feeling cleaner and pure and, and, and all to the glory of God. And Amen. Yeah. Uh, just so you know, Christy's worst mood is better than my best mood. Um, <laughs> but, but I want to, I wanted to say, I'm, uh, we all struggle and I'm not the, I don't sit here and, and talk about change without being it and doing it myself. Yeah, another thing that was a little weird is aren't all diets food elimination diets? <laughs> because isn't the whole point to well, like I'm not on have a diet. Food? I'm actually doing this for my health to see if there are things that are causing me to be well, there's my triteness. Okay. Less well, healthy. Well, I'm just a Marine Corps caveman and I've got my crayons over here and I'm trying to draw pictures so that I can understand. But the thing that I just want to take you back to is the idea that if if we put ourselves in these cells in the zoo, the doors are open. We can leave at any time, and yet a lot of us choose to stay because it's what we know and we're comfortable. So we're laying on the sofa. We got the remote going. The fridge is full of uh, good snacks, not so much for Christy, and we're watching <laughs> TV shows. And until we're really uncomfortable, nothing's going to change. But uh, Christy makes a good point where she says, unless your life uh, shows the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, um, then a, a change is in order. And then that begs the question, what change? How are you going to change? Change for change's sake is silly because you might just be making another wrong move. There's a poem by Robert Service which just jumped into my head which says, uh, it's talking about the breed of men who don't fit in, the breed that can't stay still, so they break the hearts of kith and kin and they roam the world at will. Theirs is a curse of the gypsy blood, and they don't know how to rest. Anyway, it goes on, and it gets to this one point where it says that, uh, so they chop and change, and each fresh move is only a fresh mistake. We have to inform that change. We have to decide the direction we're going. And if we put our eyes on Jesus, and he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and then we say, what are his values? And then we say, I am going to hold those values up as my own. And on a daily basis, I'm going to pursue them. And I'm going to ask him to help me. I'm going to ask him to shield me from evil as I hold valuable what he says is valuable. And so that show on Navigating Change with Christy would be very helpful in that. And then uh, the show which follows is a little bit about uh, how the zoo works. Uh, we, t we had a series on lines of operation, which just talks, uh, it's a term that comes from irregular warfare and counterinsurgency and insurgency. And we talk about how the zoo works because, uh, you have to study the enemy if you're going to be successful about him. And Jesus wants us to live uh, an abundant life and not be enslaved. And yet there was a French poet named Rousseau who said, man is born free yet is everywhere in chains. So how do we get in those chains? And then how do we get out, more importantly? So understanding a little bit how the zoo works is important, and Pastor Steve Dennis helped us with that. And uh, we wrapped that up, and then it took us to a final show, 
with Christy, where we talked about courageous Christians. Remember the series on courageous Christians? And we looked at these people who have made these choices according to God's values, done the work, because Christy likes to say, you got to do the work. (laughs) Got to do the work. And they are living these intentional lives as Christians. Not easy lives, not lives without struggle, but meaningful lives as they live out the context of their time on earth as spiritual beings. And I love that series. That was one of my favorites. Um, Me too. We learned so much and just so empowering. I I think I really liked what we're doing here, though, because we're taking that look back, but we're also teaching and some foundational principles, reminding people those, but then we're seeing people put them in action through the Courageous Christians. And so I would encourage listeners, even beyond this, go back to the podcast and listen to all those Courageous Christians, because you can take something from those men and women we interviewed. Absolutely. And so, as I said, I was looking at these books on the shelves of the bookstore, and publishers choose what sells. And if you looked at all of these books, it was, uh, what's wrong with the government? What's wrong with the green movement? What's wrong with this? What's wrong with that? What's wrong with the next thing? But there weren't so many books on this is how you fix it. And so the one book that is all about this is how you fix it is called The Bible. And when we bring ourselves to that book with intention every day, orienting ourselves to God's values, and then taking courageous steps based on choices, it's about choice. And we're going to talk about that in the final segment. Stay with us. Friends, it's Richard, the host of Courageous Christianity. In addition to donations, sponsorships also help to keep us on the air and sustain our ongoing efforts. We'd love for you to join us in this mission. If you own a Christian business or an entrepreneur, or it's on your heart to support our efforts, sponsorship opportunities are available. You'll have the chance to have your message heard during each show and much more. If you want to join us in our mission to equip Christian warriors for the spiritual battlefield and support us with your sponsorship, contact us at 281 656 1833 or email us at courageouschristianity at gmail.com. Contact us today to apply as there are some requirements. So give us a call at 281-656-1833 or email us at courageouschristianity at gmail.com. We're grateful for your listenership and for your support. I counted the streetlights as we headed up to the chapel to pay our last respects. Someday all my questions might need to be answered. But Friends, welcome back. You're listening to Courageous Christianity. And Christy and I are talking about our upcoming series where we're going to replay some shows from 2021. And those shows tell a story of change, how we orient ourselves to God's values, how we think about the freedom we have to choose, how we then make choices and navigate the change those choices uh, bring to our lives, Uh, a little bit about how we step out of our cells in the zoo that's been created for us here on earth and live these rich and abundant lives as many are doing in Christ. And we talked about them in our Courageous Christians series. Uh, So a lot of choices and one choice we do not have. Taking a quote from our show that 
uh, aired with Pastor Steve, and it was Soren Kierkegaard who talked mm-hmm. about the fact that the only choice Jesus doesn't leave us with is a choice to do nothing. He came to divide, and people don't want to hear that part, but uh, there's a lot of Scripture that talks about it. Matthew chapter 10, verse 34, Do not suppose that I come to bring peace. I do not come to bring peace but a sword. I will put a man against his father. Jesus came to divide. And the one choice he did not leave us with is a choice to sit on the fence. So Soren Kierkegaard in that quote talked about you can either be an admirer or a follower, but you can't sit on the fence. And he said this, the admirer never makes any true sacrifices. He always plays it safe, though in words, phrases, songs, he is inexhaustible about how highly he prizes Christ. He renounces nothing, will not reconstruct his life, and will not let his life express what it is he supposedly admires. Not so for the follower. The follower aspires with all his strength to be what he admires. Mm. So I think that's a pretty amazing thing, and we know it's the truth. And it is uh, the choice to which we are put, the world's values or God's values. Exactly. Uh, You cannot serve both uh, God and mammon. Uh, will I worry about looks or will I worry about heart? Will I worry about uh, self-aggrandizement or will I worry about humility and serving and the good that I can do? And so we're hoping that this series will help you navigate uh, this interesting terrain. What do you think? Yeah, I'm I'm thinking about navigating and terrain, and I'm going back to the zoo. That's still in my head, and I'm thinking about the zoo. I don't. Know I like why. the zoo. I just don't want to live in it. Right, exactly. And so, in that thinking, um, you know, you might have heard said before what you feed your mind with, right? So we were talking about diets. Is we can feed our mind with worldly things, or we can feed our mind with the Bible and Absolutely. scripture. Great and, point. and so another quote, maybe not said exactly, but uh, you are what you think. And so what I want to bring the listeners to is this, your, your thoughts inform your actions and your actions ultimately becomes your behavior, your, and habits, your reality, right? Well, your habits, right? You may right. not realize it's your reality yet, but it all creates your character. And so the question I have is whose character do you want to, to model Jesus Christ for the world. Yeah, uh, I like when you said uh, you, what I thought about was you are what you eat. Yeah. And that made me think of that old uh, story about the Indian grandfather who said to his grandson, inside every man there are two wolves. Mm, Yeah. And they're constantly in struggle. The one wolf is humility, kindness, service, and the other wolf is ego and uh, self-aggrandizement. And the grandson says, well, which wolf wins? And the grandfather says, the one you feed. Exactly. And so talking a lot about diets and the uh, food elimination diet, which sounds like <laughs> starvation to me, but it has felt I'm like just that. a Marine. But I have to say, and this is, I think this actually fits to tie it all together. Prior to this series, we were talking about the process. We, as Christians, we're called to be in the process, putting one foot in front of the other and, and, and choosing those that those thoughts 
that are in accordance with the Bible and those actions, then that becomes your behavior, and we leave the outcome to God. And and so uh, talking about this diet thing, it's okay now. It's a process. I'm, it's a process, right? Yeah, it's a process. And you know what is what what is for day for today? It's what the twenty sixth, right? Uh, of this particular You're doing great. Yes. this particular month. But I feel better. My eyes look lighter. My skin looks better. And so it was a process. And and so that can be applied to any other process of change. Yeah, by the way, those uh, last three shows were all about the process, or four shows were all about the process of our faith. And at the uh, foundation of that process is our trust in God. That's what causes us to trust the process, to cause us to trust that if we just value what He values, then things will play out accordingly. If we make choices based on those values, then those choices will manifest His will on this earth. And so at the very beginning of the first segment, I asked if you've ever felt down or if you've ever felt uh, confused or questioning. And to that, I would say from Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 and 29, Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. So I hope you'll look through uh, or or listen over the next uh, number of weeks as we go through this process, because I think we all need rest for our souls, and we all need to be focused on Jesus, because this year will not be the year we want unless we walk through it intentionally one day at a time. And change starts now. I mean, it, it takes time for that change to um, to materialize. I, I often liken it to a big ship that's going into port. And if you really sit and watch them, when I've been on a cruise a time or two before, I love waking up in the morning and seeing a ship come into port. And it, there's all these maneuvers that take it to get into its spot. And, and they don't just zip right in a big old cruise ship into the spot. And, and so that's kind of what changes it. It, but we can't wait until we're at the destination. We won't ever get to the destination right. if we don't start now. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Uh, flying airplanes is a little bit similar uh, because you're not attached to the ground. Stuff doesn't happen uh, immediately. Right. So uh, when you turn, it takes a second for the turn to start happening. And as we try and turn in our lives, there will be forces which oppose us. Uh, there'll be friends who want to keep us stuck because they want us to think the way they think, and that's more comfortable to them. And even family members who keep us stuck, and they want us to keep thinking because they're comfortable in their cell or in their cage in the zoo. Well, it's scary and, for you to change. And change is scary, but not if you just give it to Jesus. And that's what right. the series we did on the process, when we just give it to God and say, think about this, the night before his crucifixion in the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus says, please uh, let this cup pass from my lips, not my will, Lord, but yours. And so such courage from our Lord and Savior, and he modeled that for us. And so if each of us says, you know, not my will, but yours, Lord, and that begins by looking at God's values and seeing what's important to him and then making it important to us as an intentional act of turning the ship 
And then eventually you'll get to the uh, man of God, flee from all this. You'll get to the place where you got to make choices. And some people will have to go. Some behaviors will have to go. And if you listen to Christy, you'll have to give up eating because all <laughs> food will have to but go. But you'll get stronger and more powerful through it. Okay, I just don't understand a food elimination <laughs> diet. Friends, uh, that is the truth. And it brings us to our moment of truth. As you know, in every show, we have a moment of truth where we look at Scripture, which informs our discussion. And we do this to remind ourselves that God's Word is our first refuge, and a refuge is a safe place. And it's the safe place where we want to hide from the world and the things of the world. And it's always relevant, whatever the situation, whatever the day and time, wherever we are in our lives, it's always relevant. And it never fails. And if we do it with intention, pursuing His values relentlessly, He has said, we will not be put to shame. That's in Psalm 25. And Jesus also says that uh, nobody who believes in his name will be put to shame. So our moment of truth today comes from James chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. And it says this, Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. So if you want a closer relationship, if you want things to make more sense, if you want the context of your life to be eternal and heavenly and purposeful, then pursue God. He will not turn his face away from you, and this world will start to make more sense as you look at it in that context. God loves you. He is careful and kind, and you are special to him, and he makes no mistakes. Without him, nothing makes sense. With him, you are a warrior on a spiritual battlefield wearing his full armor. Life won't be easy, but it will have meaning. And speaking about struggle and his journey in Christ, one of our courageous Christians, Pastor Aaron Thomas, said a few weeks ago of his journey in Christ, he said, despite all of his struggles and all of the pain and all of the hardship, he said this, I love my story, and I love living it out. And that joy and that abundant life is available to each of us as we look through the windshield, glancing at the rearview mirror just once or twice, and then making conscious choices about how we're going to go forward. So, friends, no one is beyond God's love. God sacrificed his son for us while we were yet sinners, and that is how much we mean to him. When we repent and submit our entire life to him in faith, we will begin to live the abundant lives that he plans for us. I hope you'll listen to the upcoming series. My prayer is that God draws you ever closer, that his love becomes more and more tangible to you, and that in your heart's courageous response to his love, you live lives of increasing joy and purpose. And that is Courageous Christianity. Thanks for joining Christy and me today. We'll hope you join us each and every week here on 100.7 KKHT The Word. We are honored to walk with you in Christ. God bless and simplify.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.